Welcome to the one on one, a podcast about anything and everything with no topic being off limits. I'm loving this show. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. It's the only podcast I listen to. Each week, we deliver in depth conversations and interviews based on getting to know our guests. Are you ready to go one on one? Yep, yep. Here's your host, Adam Faithful Endings Gibson. guys faithful endings here as always you can call me adam if you so very well please and today i am bringing back a series that you thought was gone on this channel i'm talking about the one-on-one where i sit down with someone or i just sit down with you the fans and talk about what's on my mind and ladies and gentlemen i'm bringing you today mr aaron corcoran which sounds really weird calling him that because you probably know him as snow demon insert numbers here on twitch but he can introduce himself what's going on everybody i'm uh here with adam or should i say grandmaster over here and uh yeah i guess as we're doing this so doing this uh one-on-one thing you wanted to do and so i guess since th- this is the first time you know snow has been on a you know show like this so really i have questions that i'm gonna ask him he doesn't know maybe i don't even know them who knows but we're gonna get to know him better and let you the audience know him and let him really promote himself you know he's an up and coming twitch streamer you know support small streamers he's getting up there but without further ado let's get into it so uh so a lot of people know you as snow demon 502 on twitch but most people don't know i guess the real person that a lot of us, a lot of your Twitch faithful, a lot of your moderators know you as. So my opening question would be, what is, what, what are you like outside of Twitch? Like, what do you do? Uh, what do I do? So uh, previously, when I first started streaming, I was a soldier back from starting from early, early 2012 up until uh, present, currently. And uh, during the time period after I came back from my deployment, I wanted to get into like the streaming industry i've seen people get big off of that and i was like all right well let me jump in on this and well i mean i guess here i am now i'm now exiting the military still doing my stream thing i've found more time to be able to do stuff with everybody and uh on top of that all i've actually been able to like acquire a civilian job now i know it's crazy uh where i'm now a plumber didn't think i would ever come but outside outside of streaming i mean i'm just like everybody else i you know, try to do the best I can throughout the days, but we all know, you know, sometimes your best just isn't good enough, or so it may seem. But, you know, I try to at least make a change, you know, learn something new every day. At least, even if it's a little thing, I try to at least learn something new. And, uh, you know, I just try to do my, my right, you know. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, I've got a very small circle of friends. I try to keep it, you know, like, nice and tight. So, I at least know who's got my back and whatnot and who doesn't. But aside from that, I mean, I don't, I don't drink anymore. I, I try not to smoke anymore. I'm back to like, just really trying to grow myself uh, via as a person, not so much as a stream. But you know, the stream will grow as I grow. I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you. And so, you said you're, you know, you're transitioning from, you know, sort of the military style work to the civilian job and. Like, what, what are the differences that you're seeing? Like, d- does it feel different to you compared to what you've been used to for, you know, I don't even know how many years your military contract was in for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, it's a huge difference. Because right now I'm still transit as I'm transitioning, I'm still trying to, like, I'm finding it really difficult to be able to, uh, you know, work with 
the civilian population as I used to, you know, be just a soldier, always being around soldiers 24-7. Our mindset was completely different. And I'm not saying we're better than anybody, nor am I saying that, you know, civilians are better than us. It's kind of like just a different mentality because, you know, for the military, you wake up, you, you know, you get into your PT uniform, uh, you go do your workout for the morning, take a shower afterwards, you know, and then you're right back to work after you get some breakfast and you go work from nine to five. And then, you know, you're normally off for the day, depending on what, what your job is in the military. Because, uh, you know, there's shift jobs and whatnot. But in a civilian, it's like on a civilian side, you're not provided your uniforms all the time. Like a lot of times you're buying your stuff for your uniform, you know, whereas the military provides you that when you first come in. So you get all your uniforms given to you and everything. So I'm really finding that a lot of the times I should have had a little bit of money saved up so I could uh, start buying more stuff for my employee job. But uh, being a civilian whatnot job, I guess, would be the best way to put it. Uh, really, I mean, there's really a huge difference in mentalities when, you know, you really look into it uh, coming from there. So I'm having a really rough time trying to transition over to this uh, new life that I'm going to have. But I'm doing it slowly but surely. It's a it's a huge transition on this. And so would you say as somebody who is now transitioning out of the military, would you say that for anybody newly enlisting or even, you know, coming in off of college or one of the military academies as an officer, is that something that they really need to be aware of is, you know, already start thinking ahead to how you're going to transition out and how to make that easier for yourself? Absolutely. I mean, it. a lot of times people come in the military, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do 20 years and then, you know, I'm going to retire and so on. But sometimes, you know, plans don't always fall in line. So you should always have a follow up plan, like just in case something doesn't always work out. Like my plan, I'm, I'm very clear about my plan. Uh, I wanted to get out of the army and uh, try the civilian side a little bit, go to college, you know, get a, uh, get a degree. I'm not entirely sure in what I'm currently looking at, either mechanical engineering or a law degree. So it's one of the two that I'm looking at. But I do want to come back in the military to finish out the last 10 years of it, just, you know, as an officer this time. So I did the first 10 years as enlisted. I want to try the other 10 years as an officer and then retire with my pension and everything. So absolutely, if you're getting out of the military or if you're like just getting into the military, make sure you have a plan. Like there's no better way to go about it if you have a follow-up plan you know you can't go wrong very true and using that as a segue here so we, we talked about you know your life transitioning out of the military so now let's you know i, I want to swing my way back around to what was your mindset and your thinking coming into the military like what made you make that decision into the military uh so ever since i was young i did want to be a soldier at some point in time i wanted to do infantry things and you know i saw these all these cool movies with these military guys doing all these cool things in them and i was like i want to do that when i grow up so when i hit uh, 18 i was like all right this is it i'm doing it so i just jumped on it as fast as i could and uh, yeah that was like that was the reason i did it i mean it was kind of like one of those follow your dreams kind of things and mm -hmm. well i mean that was mine at the time and i still I, I love the military for what it is it's you know it has its ups and downs but just like anything else in life you know you always push through those and keep going you know and like you said you were infantry so what exactly if you didn't get picked for infantry or maybe if infantry was not you know hey this is something 
that I've wanted to do, but now I'm kind of second guessing it. What was your backup plan for the military if you didn't want to do infantry? I didn't want to do infantry. I mean, honestly, I didn't really like, I, I didn't have like a second job in mind when it came down to it. I gave my recruiters a really hard time about it. Like, look, it's infantry or nothing. I don't want any other job you have. Like, this is it. If they didn't have the job, I probably would just have waited until the job was available realistically. Mm -hmm. Because uh, that was like, that was the job that I wanted. Like, there was no other job I wanted in the military. You know, a lot of people, you know, make fun of people who are in the infantry for like, oh, you're not smart enough to do any other jobs or anything like that. But at the end of the day, I mean, I got a pretty high score when, it came, when I was coming in. And, uh, you know, I've met some of the smartest people on the infantry side as well that I've ever met in my entire life. So, I mean, it's just overall, like, you're like the jack of all trades when it came down to it. Like, you could do anything. Gotcha. And so, you know, during this time, and I know I'm going to blindside Snow when I ask this question. So during this time, when did, you know, your whole Twitch streaming and everything, when did that come to fruition? When did it come to fruition? Yes. I mean... Ooh, so you some big words on me. Uh, no, I'm just gonna, yeah, so, uh, the Twitch streaming, it was, I want to say early, like, 2015, 2014, I started looking into it, and, like, that's when I really started, like, digging down to it. I didn't have anything to really stream on, and I had to kind of save money so I could, uh, get the proper equipment, so I think 2016 I started streaming, I mean, I just wanted to, you know, be able to share the content that me and my friends, you know, when we played games, there was always like good times, good laughs. Everyone was just, you know, relaxing as we were doing it and having fun. And like the funny times never seemed to end. So I was like, you know, this would be a good thing if I started like, you know, streaming this. Let other people kind of like in on what, you know, me and my friends do during our, uh, doing our gameplay. So that's kind of like where the streaming like started, you know, like I, that's my future plans. I kind of wanted to like make this, uh, like a really big channel and I, I'm all about you know like just welcoming everybody in you know I mean obviously I avoid like I don't want negative people in there but you know like you can't control everything when it comes down to it I mean and when you did start streaming I remember a couple of your first streams you streamed on a very bad quality gaming laptop I did yeah no when I first started streaming it was rough I had uh, an, an Alienware uh, what was it called? It was the M14, I believe it was. I'm not entirely sure uh, what the actual laptop's name was, but it was an Alienware laptop that I got while I was in Afghanistan. So I thought, oh yeah, this is a good quality laptop without doing any research on what good specs were on or anything. And uh, my stream quality when I first started was really, really low. So, I mean, obviously, you know, starting from like back then to where we are now, this, the channel has definitely grown in a very positive way. But... I mean, like, there wasn't really much I could really do about it at the time, I, just because I didn't know, you know, I, I was very inexperienced when it came down to the streaming side of things. Very true. I mean, I, I remember when I found you off of Facebook, um, and for this story to make sense, how do I know you? <laughs> Alright, so, because he doesn't really want to say it, I'll say it for him. Uh, so, really, uh, the way me and Grandmaster met was he is my, when I went to college with my ex-wife who was my wife at the time when he started following uh, my channel and he became a moderator for the channel, that, you know. Just, just to, he, just to correct just... you, uh, I did not go to college with her. We went to high school. She graduated a year before me. Oh, well, I, you know, 
I didn't have my story straight. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, so they went to school together. There, I'll put it like that. They went to school together, and that's how you know I got introduced to him was through her. Uh, but yeah, so the, he's one of my ex-wife's friends, and you know, it was that's how we met. It's pretty good deal on how we met because ever since then we've been talking since. I mean, let, let's put it this way: most most Twitch streamers on that platform have never met their moderators outside of a voice. He flew down here and actually hung out with me and went bar hopping and did all this other crap that you do with your buddies. So, I mean, when he says he likes to keep his circle of friends, he basically, you moderate for him, you're in chat with him, you're talking, he considers you a friend. That's it. I mean, and my stream, your family, when it comes down to that, if you're a moderator, I probably are, like, I plan on meeting you in the future or I've already met you. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do like to make sure I know who my moderators are. It just makes sense to me because, you know, I put a lot of trust into them when it comes down to my channel. And, you know, what better way to trust someone than meeting them at first hand, you know? Yep, yep. And so, so we're back on the topic of Twitch. So what do you, what would you say is your, I guess, specialty gaming wise? Like what games do you, whenever you think of yourself, you're like, yeah, these are the games that you know I love. Good. That's a re actually a really good question because uh, I'm really good at first-person shooters, so I like to think. Mm -hmm. uh, I prefer first-person shooters over many other games. I like virtual reality games a lot, but when I'm playing games, I a lot of times I don't like to stream role-playing games or stuff like that, and those are normally my favorite ones to play as my personal favorites. I just don't stream them mainly for the viewers. You know, I because I, the viewers don't really enjoy the role-playing games. They more went, wanted like uh, FPS or they wanted uh, something different. So I do always try to like provide them different content when it comes down to games. Uh, so I'm, I always am on the uh, like lookout for new ones. So as my specialty games, I guess would be role-playing games. But for the stream's sake, I always do first-person shooters or something third-person, like something adventurous for them. Something like trying out to like you know, flood them with stuff they've always seen. And so, I, I actually don't remember, have you ever played an RPG game on stream? Uh, ooh, that is a good question. Uh, actually, I believe it was yesterday I played Star Citizen on the stream, and that is, I'm not gonna lie, that was probably the most buggiest stream I've ever had, but it was so funny to watch. I, I, I believe that was my first RPG I've streamed, I mean, if it's not, I mean, I can't recall what other RPGs I've played on stream. I mean, I would honestly say, if you're looking for a good RPG, and these are the games that I love to play, aside from Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed is a never beast entirely of itself. Like, Valhalla, I've deviated so far from the main story that I'm doing, like, X amount of side quests and haven't even touched the main story in, like, X amount of days. But, yeah. uh, oh. Far Cry, that series is probably my favorite video game series. I think I stopped playing Far Cry on the second one, the second Far Cry that came out. Uh, my uh, disc that I bought for Far Cry 3 just didn't work, so I, I never got a chance to play anything after that. Man, it's just like, it, it kind of checks the boxes on everything that I think makes a good game, I guess. I mean, it's graphically insanely beautiful, like, hugely open world. You have, you know, the survival aspect of it. You're having to forage for food, like, hunt animals to, like, extend your clips and your weaponry and your you know, holsters and all that good shit, you know, the storyline aspect, 
And if anybody has played a Far Cry game, those storylines are insanely weird. And then just, I don't know, it's, it's one of those games where you have a main storyline and similar to Assassin's Creed, you have a main storyline and then you can do all these side quests like building up your arsenal, taking over forts and compounds and everything, you know, killing X person to get this reward and all of that really just makes the main storyline that much easier. And it's just, it's the game where I look forward to each successive addition to the franchise, which Far Cry 5 coming out soon, but yeah. <laughs> I just thought of another RPG that I've played. It's Ark, Ark Survival Evolved. I've done that one on stream as well. There you go. You know, Those I've never, I've never touched Ark yet. Uh, definitely an interesting game to say the least. I mean, uh, it, it seemed really cool and everything when it was like more like dinosaur based and now with everything that they're adding to it it's like what even like half of these creatures aren't even dinosaurs anymore they're like 90% fantasy I mean I, I think that's what makes the game like interesting to say that it's like I know dinosaurs so like, yeah it's cool to have you know dinosaurs roaming around but then you start running into aliens and you know flying whales I mean come on now let's be real that's that, that's a good game right there I mean this will probably be the only time where you see like you know crap from Dinosaurs meeting aliens, meeting you know robots, things, yeah, or things from the Ice Age, because I mean you know dinosaurs and Ice Age didn't exist at the same time, but in this game they do. <laughs> Definitely check it out. Oh yeah. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> so you you talked about venturing into you know the whole college and collegiate aspect and i really want to dive more into because th this is something you haven't even shared with me when you threw out mechanical engineering and law the first thing that came out of my mind was you know what the hell he, he, he hasn't even brought this up to me yet <laughs> so I, I guess what are your thoughts behind that and what do you want to do with that okay so i threw those two out there uh that's something i want to get behind is because a lot of people that do those jobs make a decent amount of money and I would like to be able to live a comfortable life, you know, like as a contingency plan. I would rather have, you know, like the schooling and everything behind something that, you know, pays well, mm -hmm. you know. So I would rather do that. And because like my dream overall is to be able to do full time streaming and YouTube. Um, but, you know, I was like a contingency plan in case it doesn't work out because the uh, Twitch market is so flooded right now with streamers. I mean there's still that possibility that it may not happen. So I'm just having a contingency plan backing me up on what I want to do so I could still stream, but also be living uh, somewhat comfortably. So have you ever thought about, cause I know you really want to make it on Twitch, but have you ever thought about investing more so into the YouTube side along with your Twitch? And I know you, for people who don't really know, you know, you are sitting on some videos that you're editing and everything that are, you know, Twitch highlights and everything. But I'm talking about expanding past Twitch highlights. Uh, yeah, I, I've definitely looked into it. I don't have any like ideas for it yet. So when, when I'm, when I'm building up a picture in my head, I have to, like before I act on it, I have to like have a whole you know, background laid out. So mm -hmm. at least I know the steps I need to take to do so. So Which I'm is a good still plan. learning the YouTube thing as I go along the way. But for the most part, I want to at least get the Twitch side of things, you know, move over to YouTube with a somewhat of a backing. And then, you know, it, it'll grow from there as long as like I come with some kind of backing behind me, you know, and not just randomly appearing on YouTube, I'll be able to, you know, grow a little bit better than those who just kind of magically appear which is very true I, I guess my whole thought process here and an idea that 
I would throw out to you is do have this military experience and there's a huge niche in YouTube for that. I guess sort of helping people that are going through that, like what to expect and all that good shit that only you would know or somebody that went through that the same as you did would know if you get what I'm throwing down. Right. Uh, I did look into the military side of things and how the military works when it comes down to it, there's a lot of regulations that I didn't really want to read into too much when I was in the military, but now that I'm out, I'm, I'm definitely thinking about, you know, I have I have a whole military side of me. Like, that's most of my adult life right there. Uh, so, I mean, I have a lot of experience I could definitely throw out there, and that's something I could definitely uh, look into to, you know, be able to expand on and be able to help those who are going in or getting out or going through rough times in it and be able to kind of, you know, guide them appropriately, of course. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, in, in the end, this is your channel and if people don't understand this i'm one of the ones that helps them with it just just throwing it out there <laughs> he's he's the guy in the background he's a little voice in my head that tells me don't do that or do this but like be, being real though like he he'll run you know different crap by me like hey this is like a good video hey how do i edit hey how do i do this and it's a lot of this is still stuff that i'm learning how to do so it, it's an experience for me to learn it and then to learn enough to be able to teach somebody else how to do it. So it's honestly an experience in and of itself, but any of the graphics you see on his Twitch, minus his stream layout, his stream layout, he actually, you know, bought that for himself, but his graphical buttons and everything, those are my, now at this point, looking back at them, really kind of scuffed creation, but it gets the job done. And I made that straight up from just tutorials. I didn't buy it. Vacation on that. I said I was gonna buy one, but I didn't. I didn't buy it. <laughs> Wait, you didn't buy it? How did you? I don't remember. I have it though, but I never bought it. I didn't have any money at the <laughs> Are time. Are you when sure I was you didn't buy it? Do it. <laughs> I just have it. All right, so you heard it here first. Uh, Snow Demon <laughs> somehow ripped off a layout. I have it. I don't. I don't. If I was gonna buy something, I would have. You know, it, it would have been a little different than what I have now. But with what I have, I'm okay with it. It's just, <laughs> I didn't buy it. All right, so, uh, you know, hit him up to figure out how to scam websites. Moving on. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I figured this could be the time where I bring up some embarrassing things that he probably does not remember. Oh, man, are we talking about those streams? I don't know. Are we talking about those streams? What are categorizes those three? <laughs> You did the, that he probably won't remember, so I'm like, all right, this is probably going to be about those streams. Uh, so if I recall, and I don't think that you probably do, I mean, you have stories on me too, so I mean, uh, but there are streams that probably are not even available anymore, because I mean, the clip is, has disappeared, but there's this game called, I believe, was it Dark Souls or Dark Souls 2? Dark Souls, and this is some good tip advice right here for anyone who's planning on streaming it. I can easily tell them what not to do now. But the one thing you would probably advocate is because of how hella hard that game is, get drunk. Exactly. I remember how that went down. I remember how it first started. I don't remember how it ended. So I can tell you how it ended. So it, it started with, I, I don't know, I think... He was just drinking, like, throughout the game, just repeatedly, like, it was just gonna be a chill night. You know, he was having some drinks, he was playing the game, and then, I don't know if it was me or if somebody else threw out the idea of, 
hey, every time you die, I think it was either take a drink or finish your drink. It was take a shot every time I die. And I don't know who- Or take a sip, yeah. I don't know who threw that out there or why he even accepted to do it. Because he easily could have just shut that down. But I think he was already riding a bus. I like a challenge, okay? You know, I didn't expect to die as much as I did that game. <laughs> and so with him saying that, if you guys don't like understand or know the Dark Souls franchise or even that company and the games that they make, the games that they make are notoriously difficult and you die a lot. Very so true. putting our context clues together, it got to the point where he didn't even know what he was playing anymore. Look. We got to a point in the game where there was an invisible bridge, okay? You have to follow these little snowflakes that are hidden in the ground. There was an invisible right. bridge. Yeah, it was an invisible bridge. You got <laughs> snowflakes falling on the ground, and you have to... When they hit the invisible bridge, that's where, where you know it's okay to step. And I kept falling off because at this point, I was so drunk, I couldn't actually see where the snowflakes were hitting and everything was blurry. So I at, at that point, I ended up just dying endless amounts of time it just it was bad and then i don't know if this is where his mind blacks out for some reason he, he got to a point during that where he just started hysterically laughing so yeah. he was doing that he leans back in his chair and the chair ba he leans too far back and completely wipes himself out across the floor and then all, all you hear is just this loud body hitting floor noise <laughs> and it's quiet and then you just hear his hysterical laughter again <laughs> and we're all just sitting there like hey are you okay are you okay and his hand just comes up like yeah i'm fine and then just starts laughing again good time well at least i know what not to do like drinking streams if you ever do one just don't do it on dark souls that's it just that's that's where i drew the line or i mean don't accept that role don't <laughs> Look, man, I, I accept challenges. Okay, that's a big thing about me. Is like <laughs> I will accept many to most challenges thrown at me during stream. If it's something that might be too easy, I don't accept it. Says I accept challenges. Yeah. Almost hurts himself doing a challenge. A challenge is a challenge, man. It wasn't meant to be easy. I'm trying to remember any other stories from you streaming. I mean, I, I really don't have that many stories uh, about me streaming. I mean, yeah, no, there's really not too much out there that have been like wild. No, not like no. That. That, that night was special. No streaming scandals, controversies. No. Have you been canceled None of yet? That. I've not been canceled yet. It hurts. See, this well, is how, this, this is how you know he's you. made it big. Once oh, once you're part of a scandal and you get canceled, you've made it big. And what would the scandal be on me? We gotta figure that one out. What would the headline be? I, exactly. I like. We need to, you know, really get into this. I'll help you, you know, cancel me. Snow Let's Demon Five O Two hates the babies. I don't like babies. Babies kind of creep me out. Snow was kind of playing stepdad at one point. I, I know. I know. I was a stepdad for a little bit. I did not like it. Oh, and it... it well, bringing... Bridging to another question here. Snow is this bachelor type of dude. You know, doesn't really have any plans for children yet. Because honestly, I feel like he's kind of in the same boat that I am where I don't want children until I know the woman's right. Oh yeah, it's a dangerous game. Exactly. Well, Snow kind of had a woman that already had a child. Oh, I did. And so I, I just would like to, you know, have him enlighten us on how was his crash course in fatherhood? What did he learn? I learned that I do not want kids, ever. <laughs> nope. I was so tired at the end of every single day. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to play games. I didn't want to do nothing. I, I, I don't want, I don't want kids. Simple as that. I learned real quick that that is not the life for me. You didn't want to be a dad? I thought you loved it. Oh no, I don't mind being an uncle, you know? <laughs> 
I don't mind that at all. Well, because you can give the, the day, kid back. They're not my kids. I don't take them home with me, you know? Whereas, you know, being a dad, I kind of have an 18-year responsibility on my hands. Not a, I'm not up for that. I have commitment issues with that. 18 years is a long time. I don't know. Commitment issues is kind of a red flag right there. I mean, let it be a red flag. I will wave that sucker high. <laughs> but normally, when I'm, I meet someone, I always try to, you know, let them know right off the rib, like, hey, this is not what I want. This is what I don't want. You know, so, like, there's no and, and what what's in, uh, what's incorporated in what you want and what you don't want? Uh... Really, I just don't want to be remarried and, you know, kids are off the table until further notice. I definitely want to get the snippety snips to avoid that at all costs. Um, aside from that, I just want, you know, like I just wanted to find someone who could, you know, be there for me just like I would be there for them. Someone who actually, you know, put something on the table of the relationship compared to not putting anything on the table. And then I'm just putting everything there, you know, like. A 50-50 kind of deal. You know, obviously giving 100% of that 50 each time, but, you know, like, it's 100% from both sides. You know what I mean? Now I get you. I just, so, I'd have to assume the reason you don't want to be remarried is, is the reason you don't want to be married because the last marriage ended in a divorce or what? Uh, the reason I don't want to be remarried is because I've gone through the marriage game. I have experienced it firsthand for many years. And there's, uh, there's nothing that, you know, I, it's the... The hard part about it is, like, let's say you guys don't work out, you know, then you have to go through the government to not, you know... Which makes sense. Uh, yeah, you, don't, you have to go through the government to make sure, you know, you can get divorced and whatnot, and they have a say-so on your relationship at that point, compared to if you're just dating them, you know? Then it's like, okay, it's another story, like, government doesn't, like, big government doesn't come in and say, hey, you know, like, let's help her or help him, you know? Uh, luckily, th thankfully, my ex-wife uh, was a pretty good person, like, an amazing person overall, because I didn't have to really come out of pocket for... Much of anything aside from you know the normal costs of it uh there's no alimony there's no uh they didn't come after any of my stuff like we had a pretty equal agreement on the divorce itself we were very uh very nice about it towards each other we're still friends to this day uh, in fact so i mean i think i got really lucky on my first marriage and that's kind of like opened up my eyes to the fact that yeah i don't want to get remarried in case you know because not everyone's going to be like that I don't like the risk of it not being like that is what worries me. I mean, I don't even remember 90% of my ex's names. <laughs> it's just, I mean, so, so, I mean, that's, needless that's, to say, I don't stay friends with them. <laughs> I'm a very friendly person. I don't, I don't, I try to, you know, remain at least casual with them at all times. Not casual and like getting with them, but like casual as like, oh, we're just friends, you know, you know, it's nice seeing you, how are you doing, so on and so forth, but nothing more than that. Like, I try to remain at least nice about everything. I don't like to be a bad guy when it comes down to stuff like that. I mean, my motto, which is solely evolving, but solely becoming reality, is you do me wrong, I honestly don't want to be with you. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, though. Like, if you, if you get done wrong, then it's like, all right, bye. But if, like, you guys just end on terms, like, that are, you know, normal, it's like, okay, we just didn't work out for each other. You oh, yeah. Life, oh, totally. You know? But if you're, like, if you do someone wrong, yeah, it makes sense. Like, just get out of my life and, you know, bye. GTFO. Yeah, bye, Felicia. Bye. I ain't got time for this. So bringing up bye, Felicia, you know? Every generation has their typical lingo, and yes, you know, for people who want to know the style of these podcasts, interviews, whatever you want to call them, it's a lot of me jumping around. It's really, this is just how it's stylized. Just putting that up front. But anyway, so there's a lot of different lingo that every generation has. And me and Snow were actually talking about that a week or two ago, about how the current generation's lingo and their phrases, honestly, are 75% ripped off from us and 25% cringe. I mean, he's not wrong. That's, it's pretty bad. 
No cap, uh, though. It's pretty bad. We looked it up. We sat here for like, what, three hours on the phone just looking at all the different types of uh, uh, lingo that's being used now. You know, some of that stuff was very sus, no cap. No cap. Yeah, uh, but aside from that, I mean, like, we didn't spend the whole phone call, you know, talking about it, but there was like a good hours worth of content right there. It was just us just talking about the lingo that they're using. Sheesh. No cap. Sheesh. That's one of his favorites. You know, we, 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 we talked about that and literally every two minutes he had to do it. <laughs> like, to, to me, I, like, I, I kind of just don't get it. And I guess this is me adopting the you kids get off my lawn mentality. Like, I don't understand their lingo. Like, at least ours kind of made sense. This just seems like y'all were bored and decided I'm going to start saying this. Right. I love it. They should keep going. I'm in, I, I, I enjoy every little bit of it. Come up with whatever lingo you want to, because I'm all for it. Let's hear it. I get my chuckles out of it. I mean, I feel like that'd be a very bussin' decision. Yes, bussin'. <laughs> <laughs> and so, have, have you have you ever noticed, right? And uh, like, I saw this meme, and I, I had seen it on Facebook a lot, and it finally made its rounds back to me the other day. And it was basically, when you grow up being carefree like Spongebob, but then realize everybody turns into Squidward. It's absolutely true. I still try to hold on to my Spongebob side. It kind of made me slightly depressed. <laughs> I'm still holding on to my Spongebob side. Okay, I, I, I have the, the, the inner child in me is, you know, screaming, it's like, yes, let me out. I mean, I feel like when you finally get to that point where, like, you see people at the ages that you used to be, and you're like, I couldn't have been that bad, could I? Was my class really that bad when I was in that grade? Yeah, but they're, it's getting younger and younger now. It's like, the older we get, the worse uh, things are looking for, you know, the generation after us. It's rough. I feel bad for them. I mean, what, like, people who literally were growing up in the 2000s are now around the ages where they graduate? Like, what What the fuck is that? Dude, there's a, there's literally a 90s kid museum. Oh no. Is it really? I saw that crap on TikTok. No. As soon as I saw that, I was just like, no, we've reached the point where we're history. It's happening. I'm really getting that old. It's funny though, like, so many people are like, man, 30s old, but it's like, shit, you kind of do start feeling old around 30. I actually sat there and I was like, you know, I have to look this up now. Yeah, there, there's a 90s kid museum. It's one, I mean, I, I want to go, but two, do I really want to go? Because I feel like that entire time I'd just be like, fuck. Dying inside. Yes. Oh man, that's so wild. We're not that old. How old are you? I'm older than you. Oops, says every like person ever, I guess. <laughs> oh no, I'm getting there. I'm not at 30 yet, though. You're 29. Uh, not there yet either. 28. Yeah, I mean, you're just gonna keep saying the numbers until I agree, huh? 27. How old are you? 26. I'm being serious. I am 26, though. Really? You said no. No, I said you're gonna keep guessing until you get the number, aren't you? At 28. I never said no. And see, I said 28 and you didn't say anything, so I'm like, okay, he's younger. So I didn't say yes or no, I said what I said. So were there any causes that are near and dear to your heart? Any causes that are near and dear to my heart? No, any, anything Ooh. that you just, you know, I guess, I guess charity-wise or anything like that. I know it's going to be bad to say this, but I don't have one. And I don't do a lot of research into them. Canceled. That's canceled right off the rip. Canceled. does not support charities. No. So the reason I don't really do charities, I like to give money up front to, uh, you know, organizations and whatnot, rather than, you know, I go through a whole process. And I learned that because of the Wounded Warrior Project in the military. There is a uh, uh, donations that go out to the cause to help wounded warriors. And one of the top people there were spending the money how they wanted to, in a way, as the best way to really put it. And it wasn't going really towards the wounded warriors. It was going towards his pockets. And it kind of taught me to like look out for charities. 
you know, like, okay, I have to be more cautious in this stuff. Which, I mean, that does make a lot of sense. I mean, uh, I'm not going to name any names, but I mean, if you, anybody could, with a simple Google search, you'll figure out probably one of the most well-known charities that is involved in a lot of different, just, where's this money going? Is this money actually going towards what they say it's going toward? It's, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say it. I'm not even going to allude to it, but uh, pe people know, and I'm pretty sure you probably do too. Oh yeah. It lines the pockets. Yes. It's, it's kind of crazy how, you know, a lot of times, you know, you want to you wanna support a cause or something, and nothing's worth, worse than finding out that the cause that you want to support is, you know, not fully supporting with all the money they receive. And it kind of, so. like, it makes you wonder, like, what kind of, you know, I guess, how messed up of a person do you have to be to market yourself as a charity and then pocket, like, 90% of the money? I mean, you have to be a pretty bad person, but you're, they're also a pretty smart person, you know, in a sense, because you got to think that the way that their brain is working is, you know, what can I use to, you know, reach out to the hearts of those for them to line my pockets with green, you know? So, like, they're scam artists, in a sense, but... Uh, I, I don't mind, you know, sending donations to her, like, cancer research and whatnot. I would love to, you know, see nothing more than, you know, uh, us coming up with the cure to be able to, uh, hopefully an affordable cure so, mm -hmm. you know, people who have it can, you know, be treated properly. And so, uh, I, I was looking up another charity that I had completely forgotten the name of, but I had seen a lot of streamers do streams devoted to it. And I think I brought this up with you before. What do you think about Stack Up? Stack Up? Yes. I don't think I've ever heard of Stack Up. So, they're a charity basically built by veterans after due to military, all of that, who give games and video games and all of that to veterans, active duty, military members currently in hospitals, and they give them, you know, sort of gaming care packages, games, consoles, all of that to, you know, give them something fun, give them something to distract themselves while they're not in the field, while they're appealing, while they're adapting to civilian life. Run solely off of donations, everything goes to what they say it's gonna go to. I mean, if it's 100% legit, I'm all for it. It sounds like a pretty good cause. I haven't seen anything about them, I'll have to do my research on them, but I mean, realistically, if that's how it works, and you know, they're 100% legit, all for it. Snow Demon Charity Stream coming soon. Hey, Charity Stream coming soon. And gotta get that, you know, little plug in there. Hey, make sure we get that in. You know, cause I, you know, I always tell him that, you know, the key is to market yourself. Even if that is just throwing in, you know, subscribe to twitch.tv slash snowdemon and follow and tell your friends and post on Facebook in the middle of a sentence. He's not wrong. He tells me that a lot. <laughs> What's really sad is I almost took one marketing class. Not, not, not to hate on marketing majors, but like, what else do it's you, just... what else do you learn? What? Cause I feel it's like really I, all about selling yourself and how to get yourself out there. I, I feel like I learned basically the entire extent of marketing in the one intro class that I took. I mean, how much more in depth can it go? And you know, not to you know shit on them or anything about. Yeah, know, like I'm not. I'm stuff. not even trying to like shit on you guys. If anybody is watching this and they're a marketing major, don't get offended by this. Like I'm literally. Like, I literally want to know, like, what else do you learn in your, like, upper-level classes? I mean, I'm not knowledge in that area at all. I just know a lot of marketing and is to sell the product that is, that is which you're trying to get rid of to make some good monies. Well, on that note, is there anything else you'd like to say? You know, plug yourself. Where can these people find you at? Hey, yeah. So, if y'all in the Twitch area, go ahead and follow me at uh, www.twitch.tv slash snowdemon502. And, uh... Man, Go ahead you, you and really slap are that old. follow button and ring that notification bell so you know when I get live again. If you guys uh, want further questions and you got you ask me whatever he didn't ask me that you might want to know, by all means, you can come to the stream, ask away. I'm an open book. 
just don't ask for my credit card information or, you know, date of birth, because, you know, I don't want to lose my money again. Again? I was a young, dumb person back in the day. Well, on that note, do you have anything else besides your Twitch that you want to plug? Any other socials? Hey, we are working on our YouTube channel now, and uh, currently in the making of two different videos I'm coming up with. Uh, I did a 48-hour stream that I'm actually plugging in certain parts of that video onto the the finale part of the YouTube video for the trailer, so that's going to be pretty good. And also, if you guys have a TikTok, it's snowdman 502 there as well so uh go ahead and leave me a follow on there as well you know check out some of the content we'll be putting up at twitter handle is snowdemon 502 still so everything's right the same if you if you type in my name you're bound to find, find at least one of those my dude is over here grinding you know 48 hours for content that was rough y'all need to go and drop him follow come on that 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 deserves at least a follow you don't gotta sub you don't gotta donate Nobody says you have to come back and watch. Just drop a follow. Hey, every little follow is appreciation for me, okay? We're just trying to reach that thousand follower marker, and then we got a long way to go. Also, did you pop into my 48-hour stream? I did. I was there for, like, 90% of it. I can't remember. Yeah. I, 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 this it was, was a long This was night. one of the few streams where, you know, before I left and when I got off, you were still on. So, yeah, I spent a lot of time in there before I went to work a and after of, I left. A lot of, it was just a weird feeling, you know, when I would stream and I'd be... You know, I was going on the first 24 hours, everyone would go to bed after the long work day, and they'd come back. And it was just the weirdest thing. And they would go back to bed again, and I would still be live, so it was kind of wild. I was like, there's no way that he showed up. I can't remember. I honestly don't remember too much of it, so rewatching the stream is kind of rough. So like, I'm like digging through it, and, you know, I don't see everybody who popped in there. But hey, like uh, Snow said, we'll have a, uh, I guess we'll be doing a Gen Z, Zennial, whatever you want to call them, uh, lingo video, so we both can slowly go insane and question what is going on with the youth of the world. I love it. I'm going to use every little bit of it. <laughs> Am I hip now, kids? Am I hip now? Am I jiggy with it? Is, is that what you kids say now? No cap. Jeez. Man, this entire one-on-one -on -one has been very sus. Hey. <laughs> I, I forgot the sentence that I had that I built up based off of that, but I loved it. <laughs> God, their lingo's legit. All right. Well, as always, I'm Faithful Endings, also known as Adam. Remember, subscribe, like the video, and thank you for watching. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, subscribe and drop a comment, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on YouTube at Faithful Endings and Twitter at Mr. Underscore Adam G. I always follow him. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time on Go One On One. Go One On One.